I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock. We're going to be playing some songs from a band called Rivet Skull. They have a brand new album called Souls Samsara, Trail of Souls Samsara, rather. Uh, and uh, it is going to, it's released now, but you can go pick up a copy of it July 27th at El Corazon. They're going to be playing their record release show with Trip the Wire and Painfield. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello, how are you? Hello. Thanks, Kevin. Hello, sir. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So I guess uh, let's start. Let's uh, ju- jump around the room, the virtual Zoom room. Let's start with uh, Mark P. What? Tell us what your name is and what you do in the band. I'm Mark Plog. Uh, I play guitar um, and anything else I can do to help move things along. That's my job. Awesome. <laughs> He's the man. He's being humble. He's the captain of the ship. Okay. Whoever wants to jump in. Sure. I'm Chad. I'm I'm Chad McMurray. I'm the uh, singer. (laughs) And yeah, I sing. Right on. (laughs) I'm Mark Hopkins and I play bass. Awesome. And um, I'm Michael Robeson and I play drums. Killer. Well, uh, I'm stoked to have you guys on the show. Uh, And the, the new album Sounds fantastic. You guys recorded it at one of the most iconic ven- uh, iconic studios in the Northwest, London Bridge Studio. Tell me a little bit about that process, guys, before we get kind of into the backstory of your band. Who wants to take it? <clears throat> well, I can right. start. I guess I'll get it. So this is actually a, um, it's a new album, but it's a re-recording of an album that we did uh, just several years ago, with the exception of one cover tune that we uh, swapped out. Wow, okay. It was one of those things that we kind of did self-produced. Um, we did, it was a good, it was a good record, you know, it sounded decent, but I think through COVID and all that, we just kind of realized that, you know, it wasn't tracked together. Everyone recorded their parts in the home studio. Um, everything was kind of self-done and it just wasn't the representation that we thought it needed to have for, you know, a first album, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it was Mark's idea, uh, plug, and he, uh, we said, Hey, let's go do this thing the right way. And so we went ahead and contacted, you know, Jonathan Plum there at uh, London bridge and uh, mm-hmm. went and did all the tracking together the way it should be done and get that chemistry and the vibe together. And then had our uh, a friend of mine down here in uh, LA, uh, Matt Hyde, who's a pretty well-known producer. Uh, did the mixing and mastering and uh, just kind of gave this whole thing a new breath of fresh air. So that's why we kept it called trail of souls, but then Samsara, which is basically rebirth. So, yeah, that's cool. So what was it like working at London bridge? Oh, I mean, Jonathan is a master, right? He's just, uh, and, and the studio itself just sounds so wonderful in there. Uh, it, it went really smooth, really fast. I mean, it was, we had the benefit of, we know these songs, we've been playing them for a while. Uh, so we were able to go in and knock it out pretty quickly, but I got to say just to watch Jonathan work, um, he's just a master at what he does. And it seemed like, you know, we just play something and we'd say, Oh, it sounds amazing. You know, 
say, oh, let's try this thing. Let's do a gang vocal. And he'd go, all right, you just put up a mic and it sounds amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And it's great just going into the, uh, we knocked it out over the course of a week, a couple of weekends, but we Mm -hmm. just, um, just walking into that lobby, you know, and just, you know, right there staring you in the face. You have, you know, Pearl Jam 10 and House yeah. of Chains and Dirt and Hollowed Halls, Facelift, you know, and uh, just all these great albums that, yeah. you know, we were all very, very much a part of back in the Mother day. Mother Love Bone. Happened, yeah. Like, Love Bone. Yeah, it's yeah. just great. So it's definitely a fun place to record. Yep. So uh, if you don't mind, can I get a little bit of the, you know, the backstory, the, the formation story of, of Rivet School, if you don't mind, whoever wants to hop in and fill me in. Mark I, can do, I can do that probably. Sounds good. Um, Chad and Michael and myself have actually known each other for a while. Um, the uh, we we started in a uh, basically a tribute band for Ronnie James Dio. Awesome. Uh, named Rising. Uh, we toured a bunch. We went over to Ireland and the UK and uh, throughout the US. And um, you know we we loved playing dio's music we all grew up with it and uh you know we did everything from elf through heaven and hell wow um on some of the songs we used to do like two hour sets of that stuff which was kind of a killer um but it was a lot of fun if time flew by costume Um, (laughs) what's that costume changes (laughs) yeah and then uh after uh i guess what was it 2017 we kind of decided we wanted to do some originals and um, it took us a while to kind of get things pulled together. But uh, basically the three of us, it grew out of that band. And then we were lucky enough to find Mr. Hopkins there to uh, join the band and uh, give us the low end um, that we've been missing. And the, the, you know, it all came together pretty quickly once we found Mark. That's awesome. I wanted to show off. I got something from my my shelf. I got some Dio reissues. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, I should probably open these and actually listen to them. I listen to them on MP3 and stuff, but now I got these from the radio station a while ago. And and uh, you know, can't say no to some badass reissues, man. Ship without a storm. Yes. <laughs> And it's funny because uh, those reissues sound great, um, you know, and uh, probably like a lot of us, you know, we probably listened to the first, you know, two records to death, you know, yep. and then the next one or two, you know, a little bit more. And then there was that period where it's kind of like, oh, he's got a song or two out here and there. But so it's almost like when you go back and listen to those later recordings, it's kind of like getting new deal again, because it's not in that muscle memory yep. of, you know, the first two records, you know, that were so iconic. Totally. So, uh, okay, well, okay, so uh, what year was this that Rivet Skull finally, you know, came together as as Rivet Skull? I think I joined, I was the last one to join. This is mm-hmm. Mark Hopkins, bass player. Mm-hmm. I joined in, I think, 2019. Awesome. Does that sound right? It's been, it's yeah. been three years, yeah. Right before the pandemic hit us all. Oh, that's yeah, right. baby. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so... Were you guys able to play a handful of shows before the world shut down? Yeah, we we released uh, the original recording of Trail of Souls, which we had done ourselves in uh, February of 2020. <laughs> we got out, we played, what, three shows? Yeah. yeah. And then that was the end. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into hiding and, uh, you know, we tried to do a bunch of things like rehearsed together online over uh you know over we, we found some software and it worked okay but it just wasn't quite the same i'm sure so, um 
I think we were itching to get back together. And then the idea came up to, you know, let's, let's re-record Trail of Souls properly. And, uh, you know, we were all on board at that point and it rolled pretty quickly. Nice. We did write a bunch of new songs in that period of time. Cool. Uh, that's, that's our next project is to get those recorded. I think we've got about a dozen more songs that we want to record coming up here. Right on. Well, we're going to play a song off of this new uh, re-recorded version of uh, the album. And uh, if you like what you hear, you can go see them July 27th for the record release show at El Zone with Trip the Wire and Painfield. Right now, we're going to play a song called Crash and Burn. Uh, do you guys want to introduce this? Uh, any any words on Crash and Burn? You know, it's kind of one of these kind of shorter songs for us, which is kind of unusual. But it's uh, that under three minute kind of high fast, high pace a little more on the punk rock than metal side almost, but it's kind of got our little flavor to it. But just crash and burn, a little bit about relationships and things that probably most people can associate with. I feel you. Well, let's go into it. Here's crash and burn, brand new music. Well, sort of brand new music, re-recorded, newly new to us, Rivet Skull, here on Loud and Local. <laughs>
Crash and Burn by Rivet Skull. And uh, you can pick that up on Trail of Souls Samsara. And we're talking all about the album and we're talking about the record release show, which is going down July 27th at El Corazon alongside local bands Trip the Wire and Painfield. Uh, so Rivet Skull, are you guys a Seattle band? Are you guys a Tacoma band? Are you guys a Puyallup band? What what part of the Northwest do you call home? Well, we're all the over the place. Is yes. <laughs> okay. The answer is yes. Okay. All of those things. Well, especially, you know, I was originally a Seattle native, but I've been down in L.A. for about five years. So it's okay. we're, we're kind of split everywhere. You know, the guys up there are kind of in Tacoma and North and Snohomish. And, you know, I'm down here in Hollywood. And so it's kind of all over the place. But, you know, I, it's an L.A. and Seattle band. How about this? You're a West Coast band. There you go. Yes. Nice. With, our, root, with our roots in uh, Seattle. You know, okay. Seattle, that totally like Washington area. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I ask is, is because, uh, you know, this is loud local. And so I am curious if you guys don't mind, um, you know, just totally putting this out there uh, without any preparation. Chad, let's start with you. Favorite Northwest band or bands of all time. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, first thing that popped in my head, though, has got to be Soundgarden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Nice one. All right. So, you you got it. No that. one else can take it. No, I'm just kidding. You guys say whatever you want. Mark Mark P, what do you want? Who do you I'd got? have to say uh, Alice in Chains for me. Yeah. Um, I was a transplant to Seattle prior to, you know, after the grunge. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alice in Chains was kind of my introduction to the uh, Northwest music scene. Nice. Uh, is that me? Uh, sure. Okay, well, um, I'll have to. I'm I'm split. It'd be Queensryche. Yeah, you know when I first moved uh, to Seattle with my sister, like in like '83 or something like that. Um, yeah, I just gotten into them, and I mean they blew me away. But then um, just being of the age and knowing a lot of the people and a lot of the bands, uh, Soundgarden uh, would be my. I, I it's a tie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, I just think I think Soundgarden's like just an incredible band. Absolutely. Beyond like Mark Hopkins, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say two of them. Also Queensryche like Michael. Um, you know, I grew up on the east side in the 70s and 80s yeah. and uh, I'm the same age as those guys in Queensryche. We were all kind of in the same scene together. Uh, there used to be a roller rink over here yeah. called Lake Hills Roller Rink and Northwest Metal Fest metal scene there. Oh yeah. Loads of loads of great bands. Um, Mike McCready play there and when he was in Shadow and uh some Mike Starr play there before Alice and Shane's and you Culprit, know it was Culprit, all those guys, man. It was such a great scene. And um, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but there's this book out now about that whole scene yep. and going nine hundred pages. That, 900 yeah. pages and you look at that and you go like wow we really had something special going on there you know and this was before uh you know the 90s explosion mm-hmm. so i was really really proud to be part of that and it's really fun to go back through that book and reminisce the other band i would say is heart yeah. um you know because they were also well and wilson and wilson went to the same high school i did cool. and uh when i was in high school we had a music teacher who got the whole band to come in and speak to us, you know, this is like 1980 mm-hmm. to speak to us about, you know, being in a band and what that was like to have a career in rock music. And it was, it was, it made an impression. That's for sure. That's awesome. Hell yeah. A lot of good bands you guys just mentioned. So 
Right on. Uh, many, so many much, more. Yeah, so much rich history of, of so music here in the Northwest. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so in every band, there's someone who's the the band dad, the person who has to, you know, wrangle everyone. Who's the band dad? Mark Plog. Mark Plog. Okay. Was that a role that you just kind of assumed? Or was yeah, that I guess it, it kind of comes naturally to me in everything I do, I suppose. It's just kind of who I am. Sure. Okay. Band dad, Mark Plog. Okay. So who did the, uh, who did the artwork? That's really fantastic, man. The, the artwork uh, on the album is awesome. Yeah. We ended up uh, deciding to revisit that whole thing too, of course, being a new record uh, or a new re-recording. And um, I was, when I had my uh, old venue, <coughs> my, it's not really a plug anymore because it's closed, but uh, the mix down in Georgetown I had for 10 years. And uh, we used to do some art gallery showings and stuff there as well. And we had a rock and roll themed one. And we had, one of the times we had some photographers, some local photographers and artists and uh, a guy by the name of Justin Hampton, I became familiar with that uh, does a lot of the rock and roll poster art for, you know, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, uh, Mastodon, uh, Tool, um, some, you know, just killer stuff. And so we got to become friends over the years. And so I, I hit him up and asked him about doing a, you know, an album cover for this, you know, project. Cause we just wanted to put everything we had into this thing. And he was like, yeah, totally. And that's kind of where it came from. We gave him the name of the album. We gave him the, uh, you know, copy to listen to, and he just kind of did what he does. And then during the actual, when he was making this, um, Mark Lanigan had passed and those guys were really close. And so it was really kind of interesting because he said he kind of used this as a uh, little bit of a therapeutic piece as well as he was kind of going through that whole process and stuff with uh, Lanigan's loss. So, so it turned out to be really extra, extra special even. So, yeah, I imagine. Wow. I mean, it's fantastic artwork and, and uh, you know, so is the album. So, you know, congratulations guys on the release, the re-release kind of the, 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 uh, the proper release. The proper release, Brad. <laughs> yes, exactly. The, the proper, proper is the perfect word. Yeah. It's seen, you know, the, the way it should be seen and heard the way it should be heard. So congratulations on revisiting and, and making it an even better thing than it was. And 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 uh, you can check it out on the 27th at Elcor Zone alongside Trip the Wire and Painfield. So, um, you know, going into the show, uh, is there any is there anything you guys uh, any shout outs or thank yous you you would like to uh, send out there to anyone listening to Love Local? Well, I want to thank our friends in the you know Trip the Wire and Pain Field for agreeing to come out and do this show with us. I mean, you know, those are they're both great bands and and uh, really excited we get to play together. Awesome. Yeah, and I want to thank Erin. She's like. Uh, oh all of our publicity and stuff. And she's just been awesome. She has definitely helped us immensely. She set this up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got a great little team kind of uh, forming right now, which obviously helps a lot these days because there's so much to do yep. uh, you know, between social media and there's just so much material out there to compete with, you know? And so, yeah, it really takes a lot of people to even make a splash, you know? It's a team. How about you, yeah. Band Dad? Any shout outs or thank yous? Um, just to my bandmates for being such awesome guys that, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're like a family and it's, yeah. I like it like that. Makes all the difference in the world when it comes to making music. Sure does. And we've, we've gotten a fair amount of support for being kind of a new band that really doesn't have much live shows. I mean, we've all been around the scene for, you know, a long time. So we've mm -hmm. all played bazillions of shows, but 
you know, this band really hasn't. So it's been kind of fun to, you know, see who's still out there that's still in bands and going to shows and who's that. And, you know, so a lot of those people still kind of come back up to the surface and come out and support. So, you know, who's still out. hanging thanks in there. The bands. Yeah. Thanks to those bands too. And <laughs> look forward to giving around. them new music. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, the 27th uh, is when uh, this will, I believe this should be coming out the 25th or the 26th. And uh, you'll be, you, you can head over to the show on the 27th at El Corazon again with trip the wire and pain field and the album. If you're not able to go to the show, then stream it or listen to it. However you, way you want, or go to the show and pick up the album trail of souls, Sam, Sarah. Thanks so much guys. And we're going to jump into a song called forever. Uh, you got anyone want to introduce this one? <laughs> <laughs> Or do you want to just let the music speak for itself? Let's just let the music speak for itself. Let's rock. All right, guys. It is Ribbit School here on Loud Local.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.